0: Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday the 9th of May and we are here with a same-day episode. We are going to knock out an episode uh, for the late games, the uh, evening slate of games uh, for the evening of Monday the 9th of May. My name is Malcolm Bamford uh, and joining me from across the pond uh, is Mr. Noah Benick. Noah, how are you doing, man? What's happening?
1: I'm doing pretty
0: good, Malcolm. How about you? I am okay. I am my usual disorganized self. It's uh, no surprise to hear. Um, <laughs> you were pretty yeah, organized uh,
1: for the Kentucky Derby, but the one horse that you couldn't write about prior to the race ended up winning.
0: Uh, well, yeah, in a way, I was kind of pleased. if The fact that I got it, right, I did get it wrong, but then again, nobody else um, got, got it, it right. right. So I felt that was okay because there was nobody doing a victory lap. There's nothing worse than you're sitting on your hands and some people have uh, have done a victory lap. Because I did think that um, the epicentre, I thought that had gone and won. I didn't think anything was going to catch it. Uh, And then the more you look and you see the overhead replays, and I know people who aren't necessarily horse men like you and Dylan were messaging me and following it and tweeting it out. So um, it was a good story. It was was a great race and uh, it was an
1: exciting race. I always watched that race with my family and uh, yeah. my my mom and my dad were like, did you pick any horse this year? And I was like, no, I'm just really rooting for that white one, the white Abario. And my yeah. mom, she was like, I like the name Tis the Bomb. And you know what? I'm going to root for the 21 that just entered today. <laughs> and she's like, he's got nothing to lose. And then all of a sudden, dude just bursts out of the pack like lightning.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> that was fun. But yeah, I, I didn't feel like I let myself down too badly because uh, nobody picked it all, and then I don't know if you noticed yesterday, but um, the Newcastle talks took a right smashing Dylan. We got uh, you must uh, have you ever been on the hand on, on the receiving end of a battering like that? You've played enough baseball in your life. Oh, yeah. It's not fun, is it?
1: It happens. It, it, it is what it is. Uh, we we were on the receiving end of some bad losses. I'll say that.
0: Yeah, because we had an eight-seven in the first game, which was okay. I saw. They, they walked it off with a with a bloop a little blue pit over second base. And then the second game just really got away. It was horrible, (laughs) horrible, horrible, horrible. And then I had the three hour drive home, having been humped 21 to two in that second game as well. So yeah, that was a (laughs) long forlorn drive back uh, up north yesterday. So anyway, I've slowly been mentally recovering. So that might explain why I'm slightly disorganised today. My my brain was a bit fried by all of that. but yeah, we've got a there's a couple of early games today which we're not going to get uh time to do. A couple of day games. I think uh, Kansas City um are playing in Baltimore, Baltimore and the Rangers are playing the Yankees, but we're going to start with the uh the 6:35 straight the game. So uh, we'll get this podcast up and out so people have got plenty of time uh to get their picks in. Uh and the first off that 6:35 game is the LA Dodgers at the Pittsburgh Pirates. And it's Julio Urias on the mound for the Dodgers. Jose Quintana goes for the Pirates. Um, The odds are, uh, we've got the win bet odds in front of us, the uh, title sponsor here on the pod. Uh, The Dodgers are minus 245. Pittsburgh are plus 215. The over-under is set at 7.5. Urias is two and one with a one point eight eight ERA. Um, started five games, has pitched twenty four innings with nineteen strikeouts uh, for that record. Quintana is zero and one, has a three point three eight ERA. The lefty uh, also five starts, also twenty four innings pitched and struck out twenty batters. Arias um, has been getting better. Uh, he's going along really well. He's only given up two earned runs in his last 17 innings pitch, his last three starts. Uh, Quintana's still been going okay. I think we handicapped him uh, last week um, on the show, and you're just waiting for him to blow up. Um, and I don't think there's a better candidate um, than the LA Dodgers, than to blow him up. Uh, the Dodgers have won six in a row, and I think eventually his time could run out. One um, of the perks of doing a, a show on the day of the games, uh, we. The, the rare occasions that we do this, is that you can get a couple of uh, different lines um, because the books are are closer to the game. So I've priced things up a little bit. more. So I took a little bit of a different tack here. I went for the LA Dodgers and over seven and a half runs at plus 260 uh, was my bet. I think the uh, Pittsburgh have been, they haven't been terrible. They've been scoring the odd runs. So they could maybe add a couple in. Um, and if uh, we can get Quintana blown up, this could be something six two seven two, maybe in foot in favor of the Dodgers. So over seven and a half, um with the Dodgers to win. Um and the Dodgers are that really prohibitive price of minus two forty five. Uh, yeah. so yeah, Dodgers and over seven and a half of plus two sixty, a little bit of a maverick pick for me there, Noah.
1: So you're parlaying the Dodgers money line and over? Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking myself because I'm here looking at it because I mean, like we, like you said, Quintana has been slightly trudging along and his last start out, he faced my tigers who are the worst offense in the MLB this year to start. Um, And there's a ton of, Good PVB for this Dodgers lineup going up against Quintana at 4,100. Chris Taylor, he's seven for 17, four singles and three doubles, 3,900 on DFS. Brian Reynolds is hot right now. He's batting 400 with a single and a bomb versus Urias. Uh 5,400, Trey Turner. He's batting 375, three for eight with three singles. At 5,800, Mookie Betts. He's batting 353, six for 17, three singles, two doubles, and a bomb. At 4,100, Austin Barnes. He's sort of uh, uh, every other day starting catcher for the Dodgers, along with Will Smith. Both catchers rake off of left-handed pitching, though. Barnes, just specifically against Quintana, is batting 333, 2-for-6, with two singles. Max Muncie, 4,900, 333, 2-for-6 with a single and a Muncie mash, along with four walks to only three strikeouts. Against Quintana, Freddie Freeman's 5,300, 5, batting 333, three for nine with two singles and a blast. And also in 2022, Freeman is raking hitting 323, 32 for 99 with three home runs and 52 total bases. And lastly for the Dodgers, Cody Bellinger at 4K, he's batting 267, four for 15 with a single, two doubles and a belly bomb against Quintana. And one other, a couple other Pirates bats that I like for today is Cabrian Hayes. He's 318 and is 88 at this year. And Diego Castillo and Ben Gamel are hitting well right now. I see this game going over pretty easily. Excellent.
0: Uh, one of the first names you mentioned there, Chris Taylor, somebody I need a little bit more out of in my uh, fantasy team, in my TGFBI fantasy team. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Dylan, you are uh, propping up the rest of the uh, DGNs there, at the bottom of the table. You enjoying that? Uh,
1: you caught me off guard. Um, yeah, I for <laughs> sorry, yeah, I just blackside you with a bit of a uh, stick. Sorry, yeah, you're talking about our fantasy league. Yeah, yeah, I, I I got a I got a W this week. Um, my my team wanted to give it up again. It was it was back and forth for quite a bit against Nick Damp from my college experience. But uh, yeah, I think on Wednesday I had like a nine zero lead, and then he had a lead on Friday <laughs> night, and then it just kind of went back and forth. But yeah, I I grabbed a couple of waiver wire pitchers to get me a win. Yeah, uh, well played! Yeah, you definitely need to get yourself up that up that table,
0: Dylan, to where the likes of uh you'll find me hanging out up the, up at the top end. Uh, next is an first pitch, which is the Milwaukee Brewers at the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Brandon Woodruff uh goes for Milwaukee, and Luis Castillo uh makes his debut for Cincinnati. Uh, the odds are Milwaukee minus one sixty five on the money line, and Cincinnati are plus one fifty two. The over-under is set at seven and a half. Uh, Noah lead us off. Brewers at the
1: Reds. Well, so the trend here has been to take the Reds' opponent on the run line. But the Reds have won two in a row. They've beaten the Pirates two games in a row. And they have really good stats going back a couple of games against Brandon Woodruff. So... My, my gut tells me just to take a shot and try to ride this hot, this red, hot reds team, you know, uh, plus plus <laughs> one fifty two on the money line seems like it could be safe looking at this. So at 3,200 today in DFS, you could find Mike Moustakis who's 375, three for eight with a single, a double and a moose mash against Woodruff. Tyler Stevenson's batting 375, three for eight with three singles. Colton Wong for the Brewers is at 4,300 today. He's batting 369 for 25 with five singles, two doubles, and a triple, and a Wong Dong against Castillo. 4,600 Tommy Pham for the Reds, batting 333, three for nine with a single, a double, and a Pham Bam. 4,600 Kyle Farmer, batting 333, two for six with a single and a double. 2,700, a nice little cheap play from the Brewers. He's four for 14. Jace Peterson batting 286 with a pair of singles and doubles. And he's on the COVID list right now. I don't know if he's going to be able to play today. Joey Votto might be able to break a slump against Brandon Woodruff. He's batting seven for 25 with five singles and two home runs. In the last week, we've seen Tyler Stevenson, Brandon Jury, Mike Mustagas, and Matt Reynolds all sticking it over 300. That's been a major factor in the Pirates series for them to get them two wins here. Also in the last week for the Brewers, Rowdy Tellez has three bombs and he's hitting 360 along with Luis Urias. Christian Yelich and Colton Wong, who are all stroking above three hundred.
0: Yeah, um, the Reds did pick up their first series win, taking a couple off the Pirates over the weekend. Um, they're still plodding along at five and twenty-three. Uh, Woodruff is three and one. Is a five point one eight ERA. Is that a five or a three? Yeah, it is a five. Uh, Twenty-four innings pitched and thirty-one strikeouts. So um, Castillo is, like we say, on debut. um had a bit of a shoulder problem um, in spring training, so it's the early May when he gets to make his first start. Really hard to see what we're going to get out of Castillo. Um, he was 8-16 and 16 last year with a 3.98 ERA. He managed to pitch 187 uh, in two-thirds. And Woodruff's given up three and four earn runs in his last two starts. Um, he did strike out 12 Cincinnati Reds only last week in that start. Um yeah, it's hard to trust Castillo. You don't know what you're going to get. I don't think Voto is going to be available for a day or two. That was my reading of the situation. Um, yeah. But it, it's hard to trust the Reds, Um, but it's also hard to trust Woodruff, in which case uh, the Reds-Overs has also been relatively hot, um, mainly because they've been getting spanked. Uh, But I thought they could contribute um, today with some of the players that you mentioned. Uh, So over seven and a half, I thought was a decent bet for me at minus 108. Yeah, I like that. Uh, The next bet, the next bet, uh, the next game uh, is the (laughs) Oakland Athletics at the Detroit Tigers, um, which is a 7 10 Eastern first pitch. Paul Blackburn uh, goes for Oakland and uh, Pineda is on the hill for the Tigers. Uh, The odds are uh, Oakland are plus 104, uh, Detroit are minus 114. The overall under is set at seven. Um, Paul Blackburn. As I think uh, the last three or four weeks have uh, shown, he's been a bit of a bit of a sweetheart of mine. He's got that three in all record. I picked him up in a couple of waivers. Um, five games started. He's pitched twenty four innings and struck out twenty three, and has a zero point nine four whip. So you can tell he's uh, he's been going along. Had a had a lot of control. Um, he did give up three earned runs last time um, against Tampa Bay. That's been his worst start. He's been fine on the road. I've got no problems with him there. Um, Michael Pineda. He's been okay, uh, probably nothing more than okay, one and one with a 3.77 ERA in the three games. He started, pitched 14 and one third, struck out eight. Um, this was a bit of a bum fight in terms of the, the form of the two sides. Oakland have lost nine on the spin. Detroit have lost five on the spin. Uh, so it's um, quite an unpleasant game in a handicap. Um, I'm going to stick with my guy Blackburn um, and mainly because Oakland were a bigger price. The two teams who keep losing, well, one of them's got to win. So I'll take the one with the the, the one that are a plus price. Uh, so Oakland at plus 106, but uh, not a huge amount of faith in that. Noah.
1: Yeah, for me, I'm going to be on the under seven. I've just been really impressed by Black from to start the year this year. And I feel like Pineda is one of the better starters on this Tigers rotation right now with both Manning and Mize being injured and neither team, Wants to hit. I mean, the Tigers literally just had one hit yesterday against the Astros. But they don't. And on Saturday they had eight hits, but they only scored two runs. So like, even when they do get hits, they're not for extra bases. And you have this huge park in Comerica Park. Detroit Tigers are last in the league in home runs. And the Athletics, I don't believe, are that great of an offense either. And they're like you said, they've been on a losing skid as well. Uh, I don't have much offense to like in this game for DFS or props. So that leads me leads me to the under seven here. Um, Jonathan Scope has been the one bright side for the last, or for the Tigers in the last few games here. You can find him at 3800. He had a blown hit yesterday. It was a double. He's batting 400, two for five with a single and a double against Blackburn. And Elvis Andrews is batting 333 five. 15 with four singles and a home run. You can find him at 3,100 in shortstops uh, for the Athletics here in this game against the Tigers. But yeah, um, I'm under here for sure.
0: Yeah, it's uh, like I say, I, I can rarely bring myself to take that under seven, um, but it is a very low number, but with good reason. Detroit have probably been the most underwhelming team so far in MLB with regard yeah. to their uh, perceived. Um, level of ability going into the season. A lot of people were very excited. Uh, They made some new sign-ins. They had these young pitchers coming up. They had a couple of rookies. And then all of a sudden, they're sitting there, bottom of the division at 8-19. and Um, Yeah, in in a bit of a mess. So,
1: yeah. Um, I I will mention this. Last year, there was just the stat roaming around that we were the third-best AL team in the league after May 8th. Well, today is May 9th. And this is the <laughs> yeah. beginning of that stretch where we just get to be a hot baseball team. We have a couple of guys that might just struggle in the April Detroit weather. Um, but yeah, last year we started the, the year off with like six wins in April and then just rattled off a winning record for the rest of the year. Let's hope they do that. Yeah, you're right, actually. Uh, horses for courses, Noah. Uh, yeah, we'll keep an
0: eye on that, see if uh, Detroit can get hot uh, and we can ride the hot hand there. Uh, Next is the uh, Cleveland Guardians at the Chicago White Sox. Can't read my own white in your head is the Chicago (laughs) White Sox. Um, So this is a 8-10 first pitch. Uh, Zach Plezak goes for the Guardians and Michael Kopech goes for the White Sox. Uh, The Guardians are a plus 165, Doug. The White Sox are minus 180. The overall under is set at seven and a half. Plezak uh, is one and three with a 4.44 ERA, started five games, pitched 26 in the third with 16 strikeouts. Uh, Kopek has no record to speak of, a 1.17 ERA. He started five games, 23 innings pitched uh, with 23 strikeouts. How did you see this one, Dylan? Noah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, oh! second, the second you caught me off guard with the fantasy too, I was like, "Did he say Dylan?" But uh, did I say Dylan as well? Yeah, yeah, time. yeah, it's it's all good. Yeah. So it's Monday. Flashback, <laughs> it is. It is. It's it's early for me as well. Um, flashback to April 6th, when I gave out Michael Kopech to win the AL Cy Young award. And my man didn't even have betting odds on him for the AL Cy Young. Well, he's plus 4,000 on win bet now. And let me talk about the 2022 he's had so far, 23 innings pitch, like you mentioned, and they're still stretching him out to full starter length. He is a 1.17 ERA, 117, currently a 9.0. 9- K per nine ratio. And now let's address the two ifs about the long shot. First was his high walk rate. So far, so good. Kopech has a wonderful whip of 104. Also, him trusting a third pitch. Kopech is still fastball de- dependent, but he's throwing way more curveballs this year than any year prior. I think it's also perfect that he's behind Dylan Cease, the 2022 breakout right now, and also behind Lucas Giolito. With absolutely no pressure, Kopech is just going to keep keep going out there and keep dealing. As for the offense in this game, for DFS and prop plays for this game, I love the White Sox side. I'm going to be on the White Sox money line. Mike Consider the run line because they are on a tear right now. I think they've rattled off six wins in a row. Luis Robert batting 539 against Plisac, seven for 13, four singles and three doubles against him. At 3,400, you can find Adam Angle, who's 400, four for 10, with two singles and two doubles. Gavin Sheets batting 400, two for five, two singles at 3K. Lurie Garcia, who's 333, five for 15, with four singles and a double. At 3,900, you can find Yon Mancada, who's planning his first game back from injury. He's hitting 278, 5-for-18 against Plesak with two doubles, two du- uh, two singles, two doubles, and a triple. And Jose Abreu at 4,900. He's currently getting hot and breaking a slump. He's betting 250, 5-for-20 with two singles, two doubles, and a bomb versus Plesak. In the White Sox' last six games, Robert Anderson and Lurie Garcia have all hit over 400. And Jake Berger and Jose Abreu are ripping it above 300. In his last five games as well, Fran Mel Reyes is roping 474 with a home run and 12 total bases for the Guardians. But Jose Ramirez has now entered a slump. So I'm all over the White Sox here. Okay, interesting,
0: Noah, because I came down completely on the other side of this. I think mainly because I watched... um, the White Sox a lot over the weekend. This is more of an eye test thing for me. Sometimes you can dig into the numbers. Sometimes if you've watched a couple of games, and, um, I just haven't been convinced by the White Sox. It's been a ugly series against uh, the Red Sox. I don't think the Red Sox helped. Do you think? Because they've been scuffing along and almost dragged them um, Chicago down to their level a little bit. Um, Please, axe back to back bad starts. But generally, I quite like. him. He has given up ten earned runs in his last eight and two thirds. Um, Kopech hasn't been going particularly deep into games, but has been pitching well, as you point out. Um, I just thought, I looked at the, the, the size of the, the price on Cleveland. Um, in terms of runs scored, Cleveland have scored 132 runs. Uh, the White Sox have scored 89. a so huge disparity there. Um, I, I also uh, Cleveland are seven and three in the last 10. So they've been more than competitive. They've got similar records. Both teams have won 14 games. You're right. The White Sox have won six on the spin. But like I say, not hugely convincingly. So I just thought at the price, um, you're looking for a competitive dog. Um, I went Cleveland Guardians at plus 154. Um, Happy to take the other side of that one, which is fair enough. Um, Next up, we have a 9.38 Eastern first pitch between the Tampa Bay Rays and the LA Angels. Jeffrey Springs um, goes for Tampa Bay, or will open anyway. It looks like a bullpen day for the Rays. Uh, and Noah Syndergaard goes for the LA Angels. Uh, the prices are Tampa Bay are plus one fifteen on the money line. The Angels are minus one twenty five. The overall under is at seven and a half. Uh, Springs is one and zero with a zero point six nine ERA. He's pitched thirteen innings with fourteen Ks. Uh, Syndergaard has a record of two and one. ERA, 24 innings pitched and 14 strikeouts. Um, Yeah, you can expect somewhere between two and three innings from Springs. um, Opener, middle reliever. Um, He's pitched well uh, when he's been on the hill so far this season. Um, Syndergaard's been very, very reliable. Got through seven innings last time at Boston. He's given up two earned runs or more in his last three starts, though, so he's good for a couple of runs. Um, I think this is going to be a really tight game. Uh, The Rays normally put together their bullpen games quite well. Tampa are 9-4 on the road. uh, And on the grounds, this was really tight. Again, I was happy to take the plus money in what looks to me like a heads or tails. Uh, So plus 115 Tampa Bay on the money line. Uh, What do you think,
1: Noah? Yeah, Tampa Bay is the team that I'm going to be on here too. The thing that nerves me about Syndergaard is, yeah, he's had a pretty good start for him coming off of all these injuries but he's throwing significantly less harder than he used to. He used to be hitting no triple care. digits consistently. Um, he's kind of developed into just this new pitcher with focusing more on the accuracy and the off-speed pitches more than relying on his fastball. Now, I mean, yeah, he's had a great start to the season. This is more just a play on me believing in the race and they're really hot hitting right now. In their last six games, Mike Senino Manuel Margo, and Brandon Lau all have two dongs. And Margo, Lau, Wanda Franco, Randy Orozarena are all hitting above 300. Also, if Francisco Mejia starts at catcher, he's batting 355 on the season. I really like his bat. And lately, the Angels have been a two-man show on offense between Mike Trout and Taylor Ward. Add Walshie to that list as he's hitting 298 and had 18 total bases in LA's last seven games. But this offense still is kind of just underwhelming at this point.
0: Yeah, um, Mejia has been great in one of my fantasy teams. He just seems to have been uh, on the COVID list on and off a couple of times. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought I thought he was back in like 3.85 maybe a few days ago. It sounds like it's come down about 3.50. Uh, but he's been really good. I think uh, I've seen signs that Rendon possibly might be heating up for the Angels. A couple of things tells me uh, he might have a decent week or two coming up. Um, but yeah, a, re- a really tight game that one. Yeah, interesting what you say about Sindegaard because I'd like him. I'd like him to keep going. He's someone. He's, he's someone I find quite easy to root for. So we'll just have to see yeah. how his arm bears up. Um, Winbet, uh, the lines we are using today, as they are the title sponsor of the MLV Gambling Podcast. Uh, make sure to get down on the wins. Bet fifty dollars, win two hundred dollars promotion. Where a fifty dollars bet qualifies you for up to two hundred bucks in free bets. Plus the Winbet Casino is offering hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. And do not forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win's own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose or push, a three or more leg Build Your Own Bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on their NBA playoffs. There's loads to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be twenty-one or older and present in the state where you play. Where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 4700 Next up, we have the Chicago Cubs at the San Diego Padres. Oh look, it's Kyle Hendricks again. Uh, every week I get the handicap, and he's starting to make my teeth itch more and more. And uh, Mackenzie oh, Gore goes for the Yeah, Mackenzie Gore goes for the San Diego. Padres, the lines are the Cubs are plus 150. San Diego are minus 160 with the overall under set at seven and a half. Uh, Hendricks, one and three, a 5.64 ERA in six starts. uh, Pitched 30 in a third innings with 23 strikeouts and a 1.48 whip. Uh, Mackenzie Gore is 2-0 with a 1.71 ERA. Uh, Four starts, 21 innings pitched and 22 strikeouts. Uh, Noah leads us off Cubs at Padres.
1: Yeah, so last last time I was on this podcast, I mentioned that I am an owner of Kyle Hendricks. I would just like to make the announcement that I used to be an owner of Kyle Hendricks ah. in Fantasy. Dropped him. He was one of the guys that I dropped to stream on Sunday to win the matchup against Nick. Um, I don't think I'm going to pick up Hendricks uh, for uh, some time being... And I'm going to fade him again today here. Um, I'm also an owner of Mackenzie Gore. I believe in the kid. And I think he has to make a couple of good starts here because as Blake Snell begins to rehab more and more in the minors, this starting rotation is just very, very deep. And somebody's going to have to go. It's either going to be Nick Martinez or Mackenzie Gore. And both pitchers have been pitching above expectation, I'd say, in the pros. And for me, I'm just going to... Back Gore once again, going to start him in fantasy. Um, a bat that I like, Manny Machado, 5,700, 444, for, four, 4 for 9 with four singles against Hendricks. And in 2022, he's batting 385 with seven bombs, 70 total bases, and six stolen bags on the year. And also at 3,800, Jorge Alfaro. Uh, check to see if he starts because he's the catcher for the Padres, but they have like three catchers on the starting roster. He's betting 429, three for seven, two singles and a double. Nico Horner is the only bat that I'd entertain in a proper DFS for the Cubs right now. So yeah, I'd be on the Padres. Um, I don't know. It kind of seems too juicy on the money line and I'm not confident enough in the spread. So yeah, I, I'd just say I'm not going to bet this game. Yeah,
0: fair enough. Um, I'm giving Hendricks one more chance uh, in my TGFBI. Um, I'm not going to Drop him and I am starting him tonight, but uh, I might have to rethink. We'll just have to see. Um, this was just an easy uh, Padres running line for me. Hendricks is in timeout. Um, the Cubs are two and eight in the last 10. The Padres are seven and three, so one team's losing, one team's winning. Um, I think uh, this could be something like the Padres maybe win five or six to one, something like that. Uh, so, yeah, low scoring, but it was just a Padre's easy uh, run line at plus 125. Um, the next game is uh, the Philadelphia Phillies at the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Ranger Suarez goes for the Phillies, and uh, Chris Flexen goes for Seattle. The lines are uh, plus 110 on Philadelphia, uh, and then minus 120 for the Mariners. Um, Suarez is two and one with a four point six three ERA. He started five games, um, twenty three and a third with fifteen strikeouts. He's got a whip of one point six three. Suarez, uh, Flexen is one and four with a three point one ERA. Started five games, pitched twenty nine innings with seventeen Ks. Um, I'll let you uh, take us through this one first, Noah.
1: Yeah, so I have no PVB on this game. Both Suarez, he's a new starter, and Flexin, um, he's been in the league for a little bit, but um, interleague series, so I think that's what my uh, thought process is here and why there's no PVB here. Philly's got rained out for most of the weekend, but Segura, Castellano, Schwarber, and Bohm have all been hitting really well lately. As for the M's, I'd only consider Ty France and J.P. Crawford as Seattle is on a cold streak right now, but make sure that Crawford is playing before you take any bets or play him in DFS, DFS tonight because I know he's fighting some back spasms and firsthand, I know they're not fun at all. Fair enough.
0: Um, I thought that Suarez has given up, like I say, a lot of hits and walks um, and he hasn't really been punished for them so far. He's kind of got away with it. Uh, Flexer, on the other hand, has, has been uh, the complete opposite. He's pitched relatively well and keeps losing. Like I say, he has that one and four uh, record. But he hasn't done an awful lot wrong. Um, Seattle have just been struggling a little bit. 2-8 in their last... Ten. I thought this was a good bounce-back spot for Seattle. Um, the Phillies look a little bit broken to me. I'm not quite sure what's up with them, but I certainly don't trust them. Uh, they are 3-7 on the road. Uh, so I thought Seattle at minus 120 was an excellent price. actually. Uh, this was one of the standouts for me. Uh, so I will be happy to see it, the Mariners uh, in this position. Uh, the next Brilliant.
1: game... Sorry, what? I said already. Yeah, I'm just going to stay away from this game as well. So, um, yeah, not really anything I like here. Um, the next game
0: is the Miami Marlins at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Alicia Hernandez goes for Miami and Humberto Castellanos goes for Arizona. Uh, the Marlins are a minus 115 favourite. Arizona are plus 105. The overall under is set at nine. Um, I have turned my page over the wrong way. Uh, Hernandez is two and one with a 6.66 ERA, the number of the beast. That's not ideal. Five games started, 24 and one third innings pitched with 23 strikeouts. Castellanos is two and one with a 4.12 ERA. Uh, Four starts, 19 and two-thirds pitch with 12 strikeouts. Um, Hernandez has given up five, three and five in his last three starts. Um, You've got to put him in timeout, unfortunately. We just can't trust him uh, at the moment. Uh, Castellanos had a bad start at St. Louis uh, two starts ago. So if you're able to forgive him that one, um, he's been doing okay, uh, including... Five and two thirds innings of shutout ball against Miami. Uh, today's opposition, uh, last week. So, uh, the D backs are seven and three in their last 10. Been going along okay. And um, I'll mention you might, uh, you've probably got him on your radar as well as Alec Thomas, uh, D backs, um, prospect who came up, uh, maybe last night. I think actually, you might, David, yeah, got double, he had a double, uh, yeah hit a double. So, yeah, D-backs at 104 uh, against Hernandez. He was really struggling. Looked like an excellent price to me.
1: Yeah, I love this dog. Um, Last week, they played against each other, and the D-backs swept the Marlins. So, I don't understand quite... I don't quite understand this price here. So, yeah, I'm going to back the D-backs again tonight uh, just by um, nature of habit. I mean, they swept them last week. So, at 3,500... David Peralta is batting 429, three for 7 with a single, a double, and a freight train drive. Um, In their last five games for the Diamondbacks, Cattell Marte is hitting 375, and Dalton Varsho is stroking 348 with two home runs and 17 total bases. I'm happy because I have both of those guys on my fantasy team. Um, And in their last six games, both Jazz Chisholm and Jesus Aguilar are hitting 346, and Aguilar has two bombs in that span. So, yeah, I'd take the Diamondbacks on the money line here. Okay, cool.
0: Sign there on the D-backs from Noah. Let me tell you a little bit about Sleeper, uh, the app that you more than likely use for your uh, fantasy football leagues. I know I've got three or four on there. Uh, The fastest growing fantasy platform. It's got millions of players. Uh, If you're already on there, you'll know why. It's absolutely outstanding. Um, It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry but they have added some bits to it lately bits and bobs in fact if you will uh they can make money on sleeper now by playing their new overall under game uh really simple all you have to do is pick your sport uh pick a couple of players that you like and take the over or under on them um points and basketball hits and baseball things like that if you choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest you can win anywhere from two to twenty times the money that you stake um Really good for having a bit of banter with the boys as well. You can play with your buddies. Um, there's a built-in group chat. You can copy your friend's pics with the tap of a button, uh, things like that. So uh, download the Sleeper app to play the new overall under game. Uh, have fun with your mates and make some money. Uh, the promo code is SGPMLB. Uh, Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Download Sleeper, then use promo code SGPMLB when you deposit. Uh, you can join our squad. Um, at sg.pn slash squad. T's and C's apply. Sli- C, sleepers, terms of use for details. Uh, the final game then tonight, the late game, is the Rockies at the Giants, which is a 9.45 Eastern first pitch. Austin Gumba, uh goes for the Rockies, and Carlos Rodon, uh, two lefties going tonight, uh, Rodon for the Giants. Um we have lines of give me four seconds and I'll be with you. Uh Colorado or plus 140 uh under Um San Francisco minus 160. The overall under is seven. Um there two and two, three point five eight ERA. Rodon three and one with a one point five five ERA. Um Noah. Rodon's been outstanding. Where did you come down here?
1: Yeah, Rodon has been pretty dang good to start the year. Um, I love that pick that Munaf basically stole with some very good odds <laughs> at Rodon, uh, NL Cy Young of the Year, because uh, as of right now, he has been the best NL starter. And uh, DeGrom's basically going to be out of the running, in my opinion, when he comes back. So, uh, Rodon has a nice early head start here on the competition. Um, Personally, I don't know where I should go in this game. Um, because this Giants bullpen has been a little bit spotty in the last week. Um, at 5,500, you can find CJ Crone for the Rockies, who has the best PVB on today's slate. At 5,56, five for nine with four singles and a ball sent into the Crone zone off of Carlos Rodon. If Austin Slater starts, he's batting 500, four for eight with a pair of singles and doubles against Gomber. Wilmer Flores is also hitting 429, three for seven, two singles and a tater himself. Darren Ruff. um, He's also in kind of a first base platoon with Flores uh, is two for six, batting 333 with two singles as well. The shortstop for the Rockies, Jose Iglesias batting 333, four for 12, also with a pair of singles and doubles against Rodon. Mikey Ustremski is really swinging a hot bat right now for the Gigantes. I like him in DFS or props. And for the Rocks, I'll I'll add Brendan Rogers to the list as well. He's raking 375 in his last six games. So my lean would be the giants, but it's kind of juicy and the run line, the bullpen just scares me right now. So uh, I hate doing it, but this last couple of games, I'm just kind of staying away from the late, late slate.
0: Okay. Um, I just thought this was quite straightforward. Um, Kind of the, the podcast policy here has been to take the rockets at home and fade them on the road. Um so I was happy to to go along with that. And um behind Rodon, who has been probably the best pitcher so far uh, in baseball, I would reckon. Um so yeah, I took the Giants um on the run line minus one and a half, which is uh minus 109. Um again, I've written down yeah, Giants five to one. That'll be the final score when I wake up in the morning. Uh so yeah, minus uh -109 for the Giants on the run line here um, <clears throat> seemed relatively straightforward to me. Um okay, with this being a short and we're going to get this out uh with uh, a few hours to go before these Monday night games. Um we thought we'd throw out a little um a little DFS lineup each year. Uh the DFS lineup will be uh live. It's a, just a $2 winner takes so all little bit of fun. Uh so Noah will retweet it, I'll retweet it. Um so by the time you hear this later on, that uh, little contest will be live. So by all means, get involved uh, and uh, give me you know, a good in over on DraftKings. Um, so do you want to go through your whole lineup uh, first or do we play by player,
1: Noah? what's the drill? What do we do? Um, let's just kind of keep it sort of quick. We'll, we'll keep it to an hour. So I'll just run through a lineup and then you can run through a lineup and we can talk about yeah, maybe, go for it. maybe a substitution or two. So for me... Um, I'm looking at stacking, uh, any, in all of these three teams, I actually have bits of every team, the Dodgers, the white Sox, and going a little bit contrarian with the reds as well. I don't think a lot of people are going to be seeing, uh, them coming against the brewers and Woodruff today. I'm just taking a gamble here, um, against some pretty good competition in our contests. I actually got my first, uh, win (laughs) over the weekend. So uh, I've been I've been a cash game black guy, but doing all right uh, now. Turning it up, getting some momentum, you know. So for catcher, yeah. for me, I'm gonna go with Austin Barnes. He's the cheaper of the two Dodgers catchers. That might be a late sub if he doesn't start, but I like his PVB against Quintana and he destroys left-handed pitching. Jose Brayu for me, he's getting really hot. He's still cheap at 4900 That's not his typical price when a Brayu is a Breu. Uh Larry Garcia also has pretty good PVB against Plesak at 3 k Mike Moustakis, cheap third baseman. My ideal third baseman would have been Manny Machado. I couldn't pay up for him. Uh, shortstop Kyle Farmer, he's kind of the most consistent hitter in this Reds lineup. And for me, taking the Reds on the money line today, um, I got to get a piece of Farmer. Uh, Mookie Betts in the outfield against Quintana. Great numbers against Quintana. uh, 5,800. He's my most expensive guy uh, in the lineup. Tommy Pham at 4,600. And Luis Robert at 4,700. Another White Sox hitter that is just pretty cheap right now uh, because they weren't hitting and they haven't really uh, updated too many of the prices over the last week here on this White Sox lineup. So I'm going to look to take advantage there. What do you got for your lineup?
0: Um, I, I went Stars and Scrubs with my pitches, which I don't mind doing. Um, I put Rodon in. I just think you have to. He's uh, averaging 26.9 uh, points per game on DraftKings. Um, so I haven't picked Rodon. I had to make some room um, in the in my salary cap forum. So I went with Paul Blackburn. Like I say, he's my guy. Um, I've got to put my money where my mouth is. So if I'm going to tout him, uh, I'll take him. So Rodon and Blackburn are pitching. Uh, I've then used a lot of your plays here. Um, and the two stacks I went with, I looked at the Dodgers. I think you have to take the Dodgers um, against Quintana tonight. And Arizona um, against Alicia Hernandez. So my... Lineup will be Dalton Varsho. He was a bit of an a outfield catcher sort of mismatch, so you can often get some good value on him. Uh, Freddie Freeman uh, for the Dodgers against the lefty. You mentioned he was already mashing. I'm going to leave my second baseman because he's not from these two mini-stacks. Uh, Max Muncy was another name uh, that you came up with. Um, my real cheap option uh, just to get a lot of these players like Freeman in was um, Padomo. Uh, Geraldo Padermo, um uh, of Arizona. I can pivot there to David Peralta, depending on who they start. So I've got uh, one of the Arizona shortstops in. Um, Chris Taylor, a name that you mentioned. Um, Pavin Smith from the uh, like Diamondbacks. Him. I really like him. Yeah, he's been yeah. doing some good things. And um, he's been a lot better on D than people, than people gave him credit for as well. So he's going to hold down his place. Uh, in that team because his defence has been better and he was always capable of hitting. Uh, and my final outfielder is going to be Bellinger, who you've uh, told us already can hit a hit a belly bomb off Quintana. Uh, my yeah. second baseman, he's the only one who doesn't come from that Arizona and Dodgers, two little mini stacks. Uh, it's Brandon Lowe of Tampa Bay, another one of yours there, Noah.
1: Yeah, uh, so yeah, i one the- 100 bucks left. Yeah, go on, mate. I wanted, I wanted to play the Rays. It's just uh, they were a little bit too expensive for me. I like I like the little cheap red stack. Um, were you going to add something else about your lineup? Because I didn't touch no, on it.
0: My- no, no, no. I'm just saying I've, I've got $100 left for the, povel, the possible pivot from Padumo Pitu- under Ahmed. You've done a similar thing to me. I've kind of stacked the D-backs, which is your cheap stack, uh, yeah. where you've gone for the Reds. Uh, and then obviously I filled mine up with, with Dodgers and, and the real stud. Uh, The most expensive pitcher on the board in Rodon.
1: Yeah, I left myself 14K and some change, so I actually couldn't pay up for Rodon like you. So I went with uh, Julio Urias as my ace for the DFS lineup. He's averaging 15 points per game uh, fantasy-wise, and he's going up against the Pirates lineup that just hasn't really been hitting too well. Um, so I'm going to take a gamble with Urias and then also going to go with Pineda at home against the athletics, another offense that hasn't been hitting well in a pitcher friendly park at Comerica park. So going with Michael Pineda there. Uh, is, Pineda we'll 6,200.
0: We'll stick these two lineups in Noah, and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll off-air decide on some kind of forfeit for you. Uh, after I, um, <laughs> smash you, after Darryl. I smash you this evening. Right, okay, we'll crack on with our um, lock and dog then, Noah. Um, short seg- short slate tonight, but uh, what have you got? What were your two best picks?
1: I'm hoping my Wi-Fi's not taking a dump on me right now, but uh, my lock for today is going to be the over seven and a half. I'm really going to trust the Dodgers to get five, six runs here in this game against Pittsburgh, against Quintana. Uh, love a ton of PVB for the Dodgers here. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong in hits or props. Uh, on any of these Dodger bats, as I'm just, I just like we talk about it. it it's coming from quintana He's going to have one of these blow up games. Uh, yeah. We've seen it from him before in prior years. It's going to happen, and he's going up against the Dodgers, who are one of the best teams in baseball today. So it's it's a good gamble. And for your dog, my dog for today is going to be. I was talking a lot about about the Reds, but. Today, I'm going to go with the Rays at plus 115 against the Angels. Um, Really like uh, the Rays in some of these bullpen games. Uh, Not a lot of people are very attracted to taking them when they don't have a traditional starter. But the Angels haven't really been hitting. And when you rotate a new pitcher in every two, three innings, or once that long reliever as the opener comes out, it's every inning. It's tough for an offense to get momentum when they're seeing a new pitcher every inning.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so Dodgers, Dodgers and Pittsburgh over, and then the Reds is Noah's dog. Um, I had loads to choose from here, rarely, tonight. Uh- so I've, I've taken Seattle as my lock at minus 120 against the Phillies. Um, I think Flexen and Suarez are due a little bit of reverse fortunes. I think Suarez uh, has been carrying his look and I think flexen has gone the opposite way. So I'm expecting uh, Flexen and Seattle to bounce back. Uh, Seattle haven't gone great recently, but they are a better side than I think um, that's being prepared. And that three and seven on the road from the Phillies uh, didn't inspire me either. So Seattle at minus 120. I had loads of dogs to choose from. Uh, Oakland yeah. plus 106 made the shortlist. Uh, Cleveland plus 154, which I know you're dead against, made my shortlist. <laughs> uh, the Padres run line plus 125 was an option. Um, so I'm, whatever, I'm going to pick the wrong one. Those other the 3 you'll win. This one will get beat. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks I'm going to go for uh, at the Marlins. Um, you're facing a pitcher uh, it was being not who's given up 13 runs in his last three starts. You're playing a team that you swept uh, last week um, and and you've been a, the feisty enough yourself add Alec Thomas in there uh, a little bit of inspiration from the rookie and I thought
1: the Diamondbacks were very live at plus 104 um, yeah. are you happy with it? Yeah the Diamondbacks right now they're 15 and 14 and I'm watching MLB Central right now uh, one of my favourite shows on MLB Network um, they're 15 and 14 and none of these NLS teams have a losing record just insane yeah, that really is.
0: Um, yeah. Right. OK, let's uh we'll get this uploaded for everyone to hear before these games. So uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will be back at some point this evening uh, where we're going to handicap Tuesday's games. Uh, so, yeah, cheers, everyone, for listening. Good luck with your bets tonight. Get in the uh, DraftKings tournament. It will be fun. Uh, and as always, uh, like, rate, review and download the SGPN app. Uh, cheers, Noah, what you're doing the rest of the evening.
1: Uh, just watching some baseball recorded college baseball podcast and uh, yeah hit some bets beautiful Uh, I'm going to pop out and take the small boys football training
0: for an hour get some fresh air uh, and then I'll come and uh, get involved with the baseball so yeah cheers everyone Uh, thanks for listening we'll see you down the road